What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the kingdom. As always, my name is Drums, and I'm joined by the brothers behind King Golf, Regan and Jordan Headley. As we always do, we send it up north first. See what's going on with our boy Reg. Reggie, what's going on? You slinging beers lately, or what? I haven't been. No, I was. No? Uh, I was at the brewery today, though. Just as I, uh, I mentioned, I was. I wouldn't go another episode ever without uh, having some obsolete here with me. So I got two different ones I'm going to be drinking on the on the show tonight. Nice. Um, I, I'm actually like uh, I'm rattled. <laughs> like oh. we we've, we've talked about uh, how it affects your was it? Let's say testosterone and your favorite sports teams winning or losing. Yep. The Jays have got absolutely embarrassed three games in a row by Texas in probably the biggest series of the year. <laughs> I feel like I'm beat down to about a foot tall right now. And you've got limp day. I'm rattled. And I, we got absolutely shit kicked in the Ryder Cup on the weekend on a team that oh. I can <laughs> Things are going good? I don't know. Think no, but other, other than that, man, I don't know. I've been eating good. I've been working out. I've been exercising. But then right. everything goes good till the Jays game starts at 6 every night. And then all of a sudden it's just like. Hey, how's uh, how's your ice bath going? It's good, man. It's so do you, cool. Do you still use it every day? Oh yeah. yeah. After every workout, I go got? shower quick and then go down there. How long, How long do I go got? for? Three minutes. It's good. By the end of it, like it's Easton's been doing it. Like I usually do it at either lunchtime or else after work. Easton's been doing it every morning, like religiously after she works out at like six thirty. Matt, it is dark and cold at six thirty these days. Like That's I, crazy. I don't know how she's been doing it, man. It's like I'm impressed. We don't even have to use ice right now; it keeps it so cold through the night. What, like outside, you just keep it. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we're gonna do in the winter time, but. That's on. Uh, that's on my docket for coming up right away too. Yeah, I'm grab so one cool. of those. So sweet. Okay, so these guys, uh, I'll just touch on it quick. They got a couple new cans out. That This one's actually for sale at, at the brewery now. It's called uh, Music Machine Sour. And like I said before, it's all the stuff that's uh, obsolete now. They make different drinks out of it. So they got uh, – it's actually the uh, the brewer's wife that does all the designing. Hmm. They're a pretty sharp-looking can. So this Very. one's a uh, blackberry, blueberry, coriander, raspberry, and strawberry ghost. So it's called fruit ghost, and it's like a, it's sweet and salty, and it's like a German, German sour. So it's uh, it's my favorite sour that I've ever had, and I buy quite a few from LC. But, anyways. So what what do you mean? It's they use obsolete stuff, like stuff that's no longer in existence, like for their themes, like a music machine. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I think, and then like. like we're using some expired shit in the juice here. No. And then I'll get to the next one. I can't even really show you guys the uh, the can because it was just a – it's called Hourglass Kolsch, but it's – so an Hourglass they don't really use it anymore. So it's this is a coffee Kolsch. It's like unbelievable. Well, I can't show us. Because the it. can's kind of – it's one from the back, so it's not really – Giorgio. No, What's happening in Rossman, big guy? Top of the evening to you, ladies and gentlemen. 
Oh, lots going on, baby. Lots going on. It was a hectic day today. I was in Regina this morning. I'm here tonight. Crazy day going to Brown tomorrow for the Blue Chair Invitational. Um, saw Delhi today. Actually, I popped uh, popped into Russell Subway, Tim Horton's SO there. Saw a smart electric truck in the parking lot. And I was like, oh, maybe Dell's in there. So I look over, sitting in the passenger seat eating lunch. Anyone happy? No, he was with the guy. I think his name was Ryan or something. I don't oh. know. I've never seen him before. He's uh, so not... funny, Ryan, to happy and Dell. Yeah, I know. So it was good to see Dally. Um, big weekend ahead, biggest weekend of the, the year, out, um, arguably. But other than that, just uh, happy to be here. We've got to have a short one tonight, though. We've got to keep this to uh, just over an hour, I think. So we'll try to keep her strict. A um, little bit scrambly today. No real agenda tonight. I got some uh, some questions for you guys that I came up with on the way home today. So a bit of a surprise. You guys have no prep for that. It'll be interesting to hear your answers. And uh, I feel like I had 10 more things to say, but we'll keep things rolling here, Drummy. What's up, Brandon? Not much. Uh, me and Luca went to the driving range after supper today. Um, I've learned that I cannot just get one uh, bucket of balls because I maybe hit three and he hit the entire bucket 10 feet. <laughs> so it's just like completely useless. Um, but other than that, yeah, same thing. Big weekend ahead, blue chair, uh, amping up. Got to get ready. Got to get focused. Got to get in the right mindset. We got to bring another one home. Yep. Drums is 1-0. Oh. He's one of the very few. You guys are on the same team? Yep. Nice. Team. Although uh, I, I got shit kicked in the, the singles last year. Who beat you? Marty. Um, Marty. I, was, I was quite hungover. Barely holding the club, hands were shaking like this. It was tough, but there's uh, you forget about how that Sunday is after two days of drinking. I guess you guys don't play Sunday, do you? I just play Saturday. Saturday. <laughs> well, oh Friday God. was a big one last year, apparently. Well, Friday we do 36 plus a horse race from right. 5 a.m. or drinking at 5 a.m. Right? I like just in terms where you drink two nights in a row and then you go to play Sunday, man. Like those first couple of holes, like trying to chip and putt, like your arms actually like they don't even work. No, like they just don't work. It's it's unbelievable. I I don't know, but I guess some people just have supper and go home. So it's probably the normal thing to do. Or I'll stay out till two every time. But I don't I don't want to jinx myself, but I think that this year I'm gonna try to keep things a little more under control than the usual. Not that I get out well, of control. I, I have I just, to. I'm just such a – well, yeah. Why do you? Because you're a pops? Well, I was last year. True. slept in the parking lot last year. Nice. I'm just – I'm the I'm the worst hungover golfer on the planet. And it's like yes. – I don't know. It's different if you're just going out for shits and gigs and having around. Like, whatever. But, you know, and not this is overly serious, but – it's something that I look forward to all year and I just hate playing bad in it just because I'm a dummy, you know, self-inflicted shit. Yeah. It's like, yeah. obviously I'm going to have probably a bazillion beers on Friday, but maybe not stay out till three or, you know, so that's the plan anyways. I'll uh, keep you guys posted, see how it went. Next <laughs> um, that's one thing I was going to say, actually, uh, we did hit 500 subscribers on YouTube today. Boom. Let's go. Nice. 
So that's a pretty big, uh, pretty significant milestone, I think. For the first probably year, year and a half of the show, I think we had like 30 subscribers. And oh, then we, shit. And then we kind of started posting uh, some videos, shorts, different things like the old head stuff and obviously the podcast and uh, hit 500. So big milestone today. I still would encourage anybody listening to this. Obviously, the nice thing about YouTube is we can have this live chat here. Uh, usually there's uh, people in here. Um, but Rumble is way better. And if you're listening to this later, not live, watch it on Rumble. Even though um, we got quite a few subscribers on YouTube, Rumble's a lot easier to watch on. And you can kind of flip in and out of it. You don't have to be on the screen the whole time. Well, I know how yeah, short that's tough about YouTube. Yeah. People's attention spans are pretty low these days. So it's hard to flip in and out of a video back and forth. So trail rumble. We're on there too as well. King golf. Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, Reggie, or do we have any non-golf housekeeping first before we keep things moving? <laughs> None. Sorry. Uh, non-golf related. Yeah. yeah. Any housekeeping stuff. Or did you see Mex did you see Mexico's aliens? Yeah. Today? <laughs> Nuts. Those couldn't Do you have think those are I know, right? Like <laughs> pulled some shit out of my kid's bedroom that looks the same. <laughs> they looked exactly like E.T. Like hilarious. I don't know. Pretty weird. Um, but just it's 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 absolutely insane that a government is legitimately saying these are aliens like yeah. it's just fucking mind-blowing even it if is. you believe it or not like it's i don't believe that those are legit but yeah i don't believe it either honestly seems like a psyop everything's a psyop nowadays <laughs> mm -hmm. um did you guys golf on the weekend what do we do where was i the hell did i do this again i golf for sure oh we had the we had the glow golf Logo, yeah. Hey, Bertle, what a course. Was very impressed. It's beautiful, with, yeah. It, I was very impressed with how the greens were. Like Bertle's a great course. Yeah. Some some cool holes, some good uh, views. The greens were one of the, honestly, like I'm not just saying this, they were one of the better greens I played on this whole summer. They were big. They were receptive. They were very good shape and they were pretty true to putt on not too sloped or anything but i feel like rossman if if you could transplant those greens to rossman rossman course would improve by like 10 even though like there's only a couple greens at rossman they're like really you know like Mickey one's Mouse. not great yeah one's not great eight's not good at all even sevens they're they're just kind of like weird. more shitty yeah and they're five, tiny. five sir five shitty five's awful yeah it is. If they uh, would, if they would use the front side, the front part of the green every now and then, that'd be good. But that backside, it's agreed. not even. It's that, not even real. Uh, that par three, dog leg par four, before the par three. No, before that. The one, the one before, before that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. along the road, where you could drive it. Yeah. And then the pin's always at the back, and it just runs past the pin off the green. Yeah. So yeah, Berta was good. Good course. Uh, people there were awesome. Really friendly. How'd the tourney go? Tourney was really good. Um, it was cold, like damp, yeah, damp she, cold. Yeah. she gets cold at night now. 
Uh, that's um, one thing we didn't consider because the, the this year we did it August long and it was perfect weather. The year before that was August long and it was it was chilly, but it was still like ten days earlier. So there, you know, ten days in September is quite a difference for daylight and uh, temperature wise. So, but people had fun. Everybody's drinking. There was some uh, <laughs> some home brew kicking around. So that's always nice. uh, always a good time. That warms you up. Warms there were some good carts. Some really good carts. Yeah, it was fun. Um, then drove to Regina after that. So I didn't get to bed till about 5 a.m. pretty much. So it's a long night. <clears throat> um, but yeah, then played uh, played in Regina too. Went out with uh, Derek and Justin and... Uh, Woozy? Yep. And nice. How, how far is Bozak hit it? Yeah, well, he, he got in a car accident this summer, so his shoulder what? was kind of bunged up, but he was still hammering the ball. Yeah, he got T-boned on the highway. Oh, Yikes. my God. I didn't know that. Neither did I. So I guess he's been rehabbing it. They were in band, and he played a little bit of golf there. But, yeah, he still hits it 50. Oh, he didn't. Shit, he was like – He didn't get to play him. So he didn't get to play the whole time or no? Yeah, he played. I just don't think he was close to 100%. Oh, so. man. Shit. I've never seen I, – I said that before when we played in the springtime. There. I don't, I've never seen him hit it that far before. Yeah, no. And it's not like he swings that hard either. No. it's So it was a good – we played a really fun game. Uh, yes, yeah, that's the one we played. Scotch. Scotch is so fun, man. Yeah, I think we – maybe we should talk about that later in the show because I think it's worth uh, people knowing about because I was just like uh, – Yeah, I think we should do like a feature where we could – we should talk about it first just to get all the rules down. Or do you know them all good? Well, I'm pretty fresh in my head right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go. I don't, I don't know. Well, okay. Let's do it right now. Pluck it. Pluck it. We'll do it live. So the game is called Scotch. And my favorite thing about it was that it, it keeps you involved from tee to green. From, the, from before you hit the ball to the last putt. Every hole, you're involved. So how we played it, and I'm thinking this is the only way to do it, is two versus two. We played cart versus cart. Um, we played it handicapped, so we got a couple strokes uh, on them. But the premise is there's eight points available for every hole. And we played a dollar per snip. So you know how you play like uh, lefty ready, you play snips. We played a buck a snip, and there's pretty much eight snips up for grab every hole. And there's, there's four categories. So the first category is uh, closest to the pin in regulation. So the closest person to the pin, like, you know, in regulation, gets uh, one, two of the snips, two out of eight, one of the categories. The second one is if you make a birdie. So if anybody in the group makes a birdie, it has to be a natural or a true birdie, though. It's not handicapped. So that's another category. If anybody makes a birdie, you get the point there. Um, and then the third one is lowest score. So whoever's the lowest score in the group, they win that category. Um, and then the last one is combined score for the team. So four categories, the closest to the birdie, uh, the low score and the team score combined. Mm -hmm. And there's a thing called an umbrella where if you win all four of those, which is if you're making a, or if you're, if you make a birdie, there's a good chance that you have an umbrella. Your partner's okay. Yeah, and your partner's okay. Um, i That's what we kept yelling that day. And so for an umbrella, um, you get $8, but it times by two. 
So then you win 16 bucks. From two guys, it's 32 bucks. Like it's pretty good. Well, we didn't play like that. We did like oh. one per uh one per person. So it is eight total, but four per person. Oh, yeah. maybe that's how we did it too, yeah. Yeah. And so it sounds pretty confusing, but uh, it's actually so a lot of fun. Oh, and, it's so uh, much fun. And the other, there's a couple different components to it too. So you kind of keep track throughout the way of how many points each team has. So say like we won the first hole and we had six points, we'd be up six, nothing. And so we, we would tee off first. And so that's an advantage for the other team because they have the opportunity to roll the other team. And so if, if uh, we both say me and Reggie are on a team and drums and Dell are on a team, if me and Reggie are up, we hit first. And say we're both kind of in trouble or, you know, we're both even out of bounds. Even one, yeah. Then the other team can roll us and then every point doubles from there. Yeah, I wondered how we are getting to 32 each. But that's how. Right. So if somebody rolled it and then there was an umbrella, then it would be worth 32 bucks. Yeah. Huh. So, so you start yelling like, you guys got a putt for the umbrella and you start yelling, oh, me. <laughs> and then you roll it in yeah, it's, it is. I had so much fun that day. It was. Yeah, I think it's definitely one you got to play. Other than you explaining it, like it's yeah. there's a lot there, right? Yeah, there is. You got to have one guy or two guys that know what's going on. Right, for sure. Is yeah. that what we're playing tomorrow? Uh, I think yeah, we're gonna try that tomorrow. I don't know who's uh, who's golfing tomorrow. Anyways, we'll talk uh, about uh, that after. But that was Scotch. Um, played Aspen Links, which was a really uh, interesting course. The greens were really good. Kind of some weird stuff going on there, but brand new clubhouse, brand new simulators in there, brand new restaurant. Uh, there's a daycare out of there. Um, pretty cool yeah, stuff. We, we've done quite a bit since we took it over. <laughs> That's in Regina, that one? Mm. White City, so it's east of the city, about 20 minutes. Oh, I, I know where that is. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, okay. Yes, I played there, actually. Oh, yeah. So Cam asked uh, call roll before the second guy's hit. Yeah. So if, if me and Reggie were on a team and we were both out of bounds, then that's when they have to roll before uh, you pee off. And then, and then it gets interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And then if, say, say me and Reggie are both out of bounds and Drums and Dal roll us, and then Drums and Dal go out of bounds too, or they're in worse shape than us, then we can actually re roll and then it doubles again. It's kind of like oh. wolf in that aspect. So is that kind of the same as like pressing people? Yeah. Wolf, yeah. Yeah. So just uh, different it slang. Well, it's the same idea. What's it What's it called in wolf, Will? Bounce? Well, you no. just... I forget too. It doesn't matter. I don't know. It was just double up, wasn't it? No, it was called like Will. Oh, shit. doesn't matter. But yeah, uh, so you can roll, you can re-roll. Um, but yeah, that's what kind of keeps it fun because if, you, if you're if you behind, you're going to have the chance to roll people, the other team, every hole pretty much till you catch up. So you basically just wait for them to make a mistake and then you roll them and then all the points double. So you have a better chance to catch them back up to them. So, I mean, at the end of it, we played uh, we played two versus two. 18 holes. It was kind of back and forth the whole time. And I think we ended up winning like 20 bucks. So I feel like it could get really out of hand, depending if somebody's having a bad day or something, but. Um, or if you're playing for more than a buck. Yeah. 
it sounded like a buck was kind of the low end of things. So mm-hmm. I don't have uh, I don't have that two dollar snip kind of money. Jez is in the house. Good to see you, Jez. What else we got, fellas? Anything else? We got uh, Cockerel. He's been he was busy. Right behind Rory. He's got lots going on. Yeah, That's a bit of a tough then. weekend, but yeah, that doesn't uh, doesn't tell all. Yeah, us great. It's, uh, it's cool. Yeah, great, great Saturday. Friday. Was it Friday, Friday or Saturday? I can't remember now. Yeah, Friday because he was one over the first day and then six under the second day. To, right. Oh to yeah, finish. right. He was tied twenty fifth, I think. Uh, so now he's at the BMW PGA Championship at Wentworth, which is pretty. I think lots of those guys are playing there again as well. Actually, Mac Mac uh, Boucher's there. Oh really? He's one. Of, he was one of the uh, AMs in the pro am today. Nice. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool how far he's coming a year. Holy shit. Um, With the big boys. Kind of on the uh, DP, I seen this two weeks ago, and then I, I looked for it for, for like the past week. But did you guys see there was a 14-year-old girl that was playing in an event two weeks ago and like made the cut? Okay, then I'm not sure that it was real or I just had like a fever dream and saw this or what the, the hell happened. Yeah, I don't know. I never saw that. <laughs> That was a feature. I don't yeah, think Mo it was. I, I think it was on the LPGA drums. On the LPGA, I thought she was playing yeah, with I the guy. So. No, I'm pretty sure it was on the LPGA. Okay, because I, I was digging to try to find. Unreal. Did you see that you Charlie see Hall fired back at the? So uh, good. That's yeah. gonna happen too. That match is gonna happen. You think so she's gonna, gonna murder now? that guy? It's happening. He said it he shouldn't happen. He's ahead. Do you think that he does it though? Why wouldn't he? Oh, I don't know if I would. I would. Uh, fuck no. He's going to get <laughs> murdered. That's hilarious. Yeah, of course he is. Everybody knows that. Do it for the show. He doesn't. We we do need more of that, though. Like, the nice thing, like, oh, yeah. we were just talking about Mac Boucher um, and how how far he came so fast. But then also, like, uh, DOD King, like, CVA Golf. Um, what the hell is it? Carter. Um, he does something called War on Weasels. So anybody who like chirps him in the comments, like he'll actually go out of his way to challenge them to a match. And love that's it. what he's doing now. Like that's so sick. I love that because people are pretty uh people are pretty lippy on the internet for sure until it actually comes time to pay the fucking piper. Yeah, did you ever see uh Deontay Wilder, like the boxer? Uh some guy was shit talking to him, so he told him to come down to his gym and this guy actually showed up. Give him credit a bit for that. And uh, Deontay, like, they barely got the gloves on him. And Deontay had this guy, like, on the ground, basically just beating the fucking wheels off him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I need more of that for sure. I hope uh, that Charlie Hall, remember we watched her, Reggie? I think that was uh, open at Pebble. Oh, but she's the twitchy one, right? Yeah, she's very twitchy. She looks at the ball about 50 times before she hits it. She's good. She's really good. Very talented. I think she won her. She was runner up that week, right? That week, yeah. That's when that other girl won. Yeah. Uh, random. I don't remember her name. We talked about her on here. Yeah. Um, we did. What else? Boys, I've, oh, what? I've never been more frustrated in golf, man. I hit my driver so good again on the weekend and everything from 170 down. But I just mm-hmm. can't hit that in between shot. Like I just can't. 
I can't. I can't hit it. It's unbelievable, man. Like, I'll hit on a par five. I, I had to lay up on. No, actually, I was 210 out on number four at Clear Lake. Tried to hit a hybrid just to make sure I got there. Hit, like, a whatever into the creek. Actually knocked it out of the creek to, like, three feet. Missed the putt. And then number five, I had, like, 190, and I topped it. Like, I... I like not topped it, but I thinned it so bad and it ran over the green. But like, it's I can't get a shot from 180 yards airborne. It is unbelievable. And what I think it's like, I think it's like 97 percent because of my foot, and there's nothing that I can do about it. Uh, and it's so frustrating. I think it's 97 percent in your head. No, I can't because I haven't been able to do it all summer. Front foot or back foot? Front. If I tee the ball up, I can. But if I'm if I can't tee the ball up, then I can't do it. Yikes. It might be that. So if that's the case, then just adjust, man. Like you can't just keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different I results. Know, I don't know what to do, though. Any advice from the chat, Chez, TJ? The thing, thing is, I can't I'm go just... to the range to work out because I, I just hurt my foot even more if I'm at the range. So it's like... it was probably three pods ago where I was talking about like my putting being awful, like just never been able to read a green correctly. And you were saying, make sure that your feet are square. Never noticed how far back one of my back foot is. So I'm complete. I was completely wide open. So for two weeks, I've been fucking around with that. And it's so uncomfortable to me. Really? Eh? Yeah. I just can't. Better? No, cause I can't get used to it. I feel so uncomfortable like being lined up that I can't put any kind of a stroke on it because like, that's all I'm fucking worried about. So it's a work in progress. So what are you going to do for the chair? Just drain, get drunk and drain pots. Oh, yeah. um, but I did notice today how badly I shift my hand position right before taking off. Like I'll go from like center grip. No, no, sorry. Now I'm back to like a driver. Driver for sure is where I noticed it. But I'll open my hand up like this, basically. So no wonder I'm all over the place. It's my snap hooks and everything. Well, should have listened to Brett Bouchard back in the day. <laughs> Let me see your hands. Let me see that grip. <laughs> Just a creep. Hopefully he doesn't watch the show. Shots fired <laughs> Man, Dolphin Greens were actually in, in really good shape on Sunday. Dolphin has been the last couple of years. Every time I play there, I'm su- pre- pleasantly surprised with it. Mm-hmm. The Kings tourney was there this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I okay. All those Kings tournaments kind of blend into one. I know. It's true. <laughs> uh, anything else to talk about, boys, before we get into tonight's main event? Um, I got a few for uh, the new segment of Around the Greens. You want me to fire through? Oh, some hell yeah. Do you want to tell us what headlines around things? the golf world? We need like some uh, music or something for you to start it off the segment. You know how Jay and Dan used to have uh, what was that called? The Worldwide, no, World Sports Report. Yeah, it was all like old clips of like pool and bowling and stuff like that. We oh, need like yeah. a little uh, rolling thing for you, but anyways, tell the people what it's about. Okay, so I got a few, uh, and this is just kind of headlines we can either dive into them or not, just kind of headlines that probably wouldn't come up in our typical conversations here, just some some minor details, uh, but around the golf world. Uh, so 
I'm probably going to mess this name up, but Shanette Wana, Wana Sean. Uh, she's a 19-year-old LPGA rookie, uh, and she recently Monday qualified for the Portland Classic and went on to win the event by four strokes. Second time only in history that an LPGA event has been won by a Monday qualifier. Hmm. That was this weekend? Uh, last weekend. Last weekend. 19-year-old. Jeez, that's good. Gary Woodland. Have you guys heard about this? This one uh, came up on on my feed and I hadn't heard of this one, but he's undergoing brain surgery. Actually, I think it's on Friday uh, to remo- remove a lesion on his brain. Oh God. Says he's uh, quite confident in uh, how well the surgery will go, uh, but hopes everybody sends him wishes and prayers. So we will do that. Hat tip. Did you know that oh, God, man. he attended university on a basketball scholarship? Before yeah, switching to golf, yeah, I didn't didn't know that one. He seems like one of those uh, all American athletes, just a good yeah, old country boy. Right. In baseball too, yeah. He probably hit dingers in baseball, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, did you guys see Tiger on the range? Yeah. How good were his his quote? <laughs> so what good. Kind of, what kind of advice do you have for amateurs? Don't watch fucking YouTube, and go hit balls. Why is Tiger dropping so many f bombs lately? He never did. Just because he's a beauty. Beauty. Just doesn't care anymore. I think it's. I, I think it's also part like the world is just more accepting of that shit. Like in the year two thousand when he came out, I'm thinking he was trying to not ruffle as many feathers. You know, yeah, like true. just with the world of golf. No, I think uh, he ruffled last... a lot. <laughs> no, true. No, I mean after uh, I'm saying. Last one I got here is uh, Steph Curry and NBC are working on a show where he uh, he's going to try and recreate famous historical golf shots. Who is? Steph Curry. It's weird. Really? Yeah, but uh, I think that's a cool show. Like they're like some of the examples was uh, Phil from the trees. Tiger from the bunker at the uh, the Canadian Open, Open and, and stuff like that. Yeah, that's actually so, pretty cool. That's a cool idea. Um, they said that it's probably going to be four four episodes for now, and see how it goes. But uh, well, that I mean, was, outs- uh, interesting. Yeah, outside of like ten shots, most people won't. Unless you're like a hardcore golf fan, I don't think like there's you know. Yeah. It's not worth. Like, what would you guys think is the best golf shot ever? What George gone? (laughs) He's gone. I don't know, man. Like, it's hard to say. That fill out of the trees at the Masters. Thirteen. Yeah, that's an insane shot. But like, it's not a typical golf shot. Like. That's just a fill shot. Nobody else in the world's making that shot, right? Yeah. And I don't know, like Tiger's chip in. Like I, I honestly think that Bubba's shot was probably the best golf shot ever. The hook out of the trees. The I think it has to be the best best golf shot ever. That that's something that maybe. Well, I would agree with that because not many people who have golfed in their life could do that. Right. Like. Physically could do that. There's yeah, no. 
you know, like even, even Tiger on the bunker, like, um, very good under pressure and stuff, but like, there's probably a, a, a thousand guys that could do that. The shot, you know, under pressure, different, but like the right. shot itself to or, even or, know or, what to do. Yeah. But like Baba, like how many people on earth could pull that off? And you want to talk about clutch, man. Wasn't that in the playoff hole? That was at the Masters, yeah. right? Yeah. Playoff, playoff hole. I don't know. Yeah. Roscoe's got yeah. to Back to Ross. Yeah. Oh. Oh, DJ drained that ego. Was that out right after Rom made it? That putt? Yeah. Yeah. That was nuts. Those were both like 60 putts. Yeah. That was for like 10 million bucks. <laughs> was it not? No. No, it wasn't. I think it was to get into or uh, something like that. It was a big turn. the president president's cup? No. Oh. Or Ryder Cup? It was a it was, it was a stroke play event. Um Ross was a lot though. of those. What's that? It was something big. Like it was a, a playoff event. It just wasn't yeah. the finals. Roscoe said a lot of those shots are situational, though, and that's what makes them great. Yeah. Agreed. Right. Like, is Steph going to be sitting in that, standing in that bunker with 20,000 people or 10,000 people right. around? That's like, what that's I mean. complete, completely different, right? And kind of getting dark, too, wasn't it? Yeah. Remember that shot the Tiger hit when it was pitch dark, like to a yeah, foot? Had... That was at uh... PGA. Is it Firestone? Is that what it's called? In Atlanta? Yeah, it was uh, whatever tournaments. In, I think it might have been like the tour tour championship, like whatever it used to be called. It was definitely oh, Atlanta at Firestone. WGC tournament, maybe at Firestone. So that'd be cool. Like I don't know if it's actually like TV show material. It'll probably be like a yeah. I was thinking next that. summer TV show. You know when they have like dumb shit on TV during the summer. Um. But like a YouTube w series would have been golf championship. A YouTube series Fire would have been fine for that. Yeah, YouTube or like golf TV. Yeah. Do they still have golf TV? Yeah. Golf just like a TV? website. <laughs> this thing, I put Tiger or Tiger shot in the dark under and thought like about, but it's all about. It's all about his shot. Like it has nothing to do with Tiger's being shot in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all about that shot. It says one question. It says, "What sleeping pill did Tiger Woods take?" <laughs> like that's relevant to my question. That was a crazy shot, though. And all the flashes and everything. All of a sudden, the ball's just like right beside the hole. Well, golf TV's gone, according to Chaz. I thought I hadn't seen it for a while. There you go. Must have had low subs on there. Man, golf in the dark is so hard. Like putting is so hard to tell the distance and the slope and shit like that. So oh, yeah. hard. Okay. Good segment. Drums, you got anything else? That's it for today. I like that. When do you guys want to put that? Uh, start of the show, mid show, end of it? I think mid show. Or at the start, and that can kind of kick off some conversations for the show. We'll see. That could be an housekeeping. Anyways, uh, we're at 36 minutes. We're going to try to keep this to just over an hour tonight. Got some blue chair prep uh, to happen. Uh, so let's get into this. I came up with some questions for you guys. Reggie did the same a couple months ago for Drums and I. So I thought Pause. I'd do this. What's on Peacock now? This, the Steph show? 
Porn? No, 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 like golf TV. Oh, never mind. You think I'm a fucking robot? What? Pause. Pause you right away. <laughs> he was clicking. He clicked like this twice, but his battery must be dead. Well, he turned me off there for a while. I love how I just, I just love how my camera just goes down and nobody cares. No, it's not even like funny or nobody panics anymore. And I just slide right back on the conversation. Wait, yeah, nobody, nobody just listening to this would have known until you said that. True. Yeah. Speaking of that, welcome Rumble. Haven't checked over there, but I'm sure Rumble's doing well. Okay, let's get this going. I got uh, 10 questions here. I don't know if I'm going to do them all, but... Uh, We'll see how she go. And I don't have any answers for myself, so I might chime in a little bit, but okay. it's mostly for you guys. So tonight, instead of doing uh, one of the listeners or um, Instagram pet peeves, we're going to do it this way. So the Fix Your Divot segment is brought to you by Prairie Scratch Tour, the premier tour for amateur golf in Manitoba. Uh, they're a supporter of ours. We're a supporter of theirs. Lots of good stuff they're doing and building there, and we're happy to be associated with them. So tonight's Fix Your Divots um, is going to be from you guys. What is your biggest pet peeves on the course? The biggest one, not just a random one. Like, what drives you nuts on the golf course? Whoever wants to go first, whoever's ready for an answer, give her hell. Uh, It's tough coming up with one that we haven't covered. It doesn't matter. Even if we covered it before, what's your biggest pet peeve? Pet peeve. Pet peeve. Do you have yours, Reggie? Yeah. Okay, go. Mine's poor sportsmanship from someone who knows better, who who isn't doing it by accident. I I agree. There's actually nothing. I got, I've been actually pretty close lately to just <laughs> walking off the course. Honestly, I I would actually I would actually I, I've been close to just leaving the course. Like, if you want to keep fucking around doing that stuff, like I don't ha- I don't want to I don't want to golf with you in the first place. And now you're doing this shit, and it's like, and there's I I can think of I don't know how many people and people say like you say, oh this guy's doing that. Yeah, that's because he's competitive. No, it's not. And it has nothing to do with them being competitive. Like that's that's a form of cheating in my opinion. That is cheating. That's bullshit. It's like one of the most honest games ever. And the guy, you're just about to putt and they start shaking their pocket or they just so happen to press the gas in your backswing more than once in a round. Like, what are you, what are you out there for if that's what you're doing? That's not golf. Like, that. that's just, it just, so it's like childish. And it's like they're trying to get an advantage by doing that. But it's like taints the whole game of golf by doing that. It's so opinion, weird. I, I just like. With you. It's so weird. I, I don't I understand, like, the thought process behind it. Like, I get trying to get in people's kitchen, but, like... Do it, do- I do it different don't ways. Get it, yeah, I don't get it in golf, really. Like, I would literally sit there, man, and, like, I would hold my breath till I passed out if I was, like, going to make a noise when somebody was hitting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, the odd time. This isn't... I'm not talking, like, if you're golfing with your buddies and there's loud music playing and you accidentally, right. like... You don't realize the guy's hitting so fast and you like start driving or like drop but like there's guys that like they wait and then they like slam their club down or the undoing the glove when you're just about to hit. What are you doing that for? 
for no yeah. other purpose other than trying to get in the guy's head and trying to throw them off. And it just happens so often. It's like that doesn't make the person competitive. That's like it's pathetic, actually. Anyway, sorry. That's just like that drives me nuts. I'm 100% with you. I will say there are, uh, I don't know, like the way to put, there are some people that are just oblivious. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what I said. What happens? Guys who know better. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Like uh, my partner's one of them. Like every now and then, Farnsey will just like take off right before a guy hits. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, holy fuck, I didn't even realize. Like we were talking, like we were talking and shit. And he's like, all right, we're, we're going. And then we'll look over and the guy's just swinging. I'm like, fuck. And Farnsey's I'm like, talking oh, about for fuck's sake. Bullshit. But yeah, no, I 100%, 100% agree with you. Um, I, I, like I said, I really don't understand it. Um, I, I, I'm with you. I think that is a form of cheating, I guess, without being cheating. Um, it's cheating. It your cheating. head game should be strictly in the game. Like I, I get you can talk and chat during the game. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. How, like, do we have to like call people out by names? How do we get the shit to stop? I don't know. Yeah, I know. It's all yeah. ages, man. It's all ages. It's it's different too. Like for me, from my experience with this stuff, it's like the only time where somebody would bother me with what they do or say is like within ten seconds of me hitting my shot. That's it. You can say whatever you want to me outside of that. I'll get over it. But if I'm like in the space where I'm just about to hit the ball and you're putting that stuff in my head, like on purpose, intentionally, Mm -hmm. I won't golf with you again for a while. I just won't. And that's the nice thing about it is like the bet, even if you win the match, you're losing because you're not going to get asked to golf next time. You're not going to get invited to play in this tournament. Like, what are you out there for? Really? Like, is it, is that your everything is to win this match? Because if it is, you're thinking very short term. Yeah. Sevy was like that in terms of like chirping guys, Chess, like maliciously. Even in the Ryder Cup, even on a stage like that, I still think it's wrong. It's wrong everywhere, man. Like it is like drums, what do you got? Sorry, we got ten more questions to get here. Yeah, nothing really that we haven't uh, touched on. Just kind of reiterate that uh, for me, my biggest pet peeve is always um, uh, marshals that don't marshal. They're out there just cruising around. Uh, and then you get a, a group that's backed up three or four holes, and the marshal just cruises by instead of actually marshalling. Figure it out. Figure it out, marshals. I think, yeah. I'm with you there. That is a tough one. I think I think my biggest pet peeve, and it's kind of like an umbrella, an umbi, um, but it's just lack of respect. Lack of respect for the game. Lack of respect for the golf course. Uh, lack of respect for your opponents. Lack of respect for everybody out there, whether that's uh, leaving sunflower seeds on the greens, whether that's uh, jiggling coins in your pocket. The whole game is based around respect for everybody out there. And if you can't do that, then you shouldn't be on the golf course, in my opinion. Um, okay, this is going to be a good one, I think. <laughs> who, who is your spirit animal on the PGA slash live? We have to give, we have to put live in the conversation here as a, as a legitimate league because it is. 
Reggie. I mean, mine's mine's pretty auto. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's played the exact same way. Both can hit. We'll an... say who. Speed. <laughs> we both we both can hit an iron shot. Oh, that dead. I thought you were gonna say. Rory. I thought you were going to Rory. No, I'm not like Rory. I wish I was. I'm actually kind of yeah. I don't know. Uh, me and Speed both can hit an iron shot from the middle of the fairway, but if we're under a tree or behind trees or anywhere Look dead, up. can Feel get that. up and down from anywhere, but I can't get up and down from 170 in the middle. And short game. Short game's really, I mean, it, it's kind of all I've had for the last <laughs> few years. But still, like, I, I don't know. That's how I, that's how I stay around par pretty much every round. It's your short game, and that's how he is. And then if the putter gets going and he starts hitting fairways, then it's and he gets hot. But yeah, I, I can see that. Dreyfus too. Uh, I go Joel Damon. Nice. Why? Kind of just goofy mid-level, not too serious, not too. Uh, not too nonchalant, but not too serious at the same time. Just kind of even keel on everything. Uh, I'm a little, probably a little more of a snap show than him, but uh, more just a there for a good time type of guy. Nice. Yeah, I can see that. Good answer. By the way, tonight's show is brought to you by Coor Seltzers, the best seltzers on earth. These are brought to you by Obsolete. Yeah. Co-sponsorship with uh, Obsolete and Coors. Okay, um, so we got Jordan and Joel. I don't know. I was trying to think of who mine would be. I, the first thing that came into my head was um, Terrell Hatton, uh, just because we both have uh, slight Tourette's on the course. <laughs> but uh, I also think that like who I inspire to be on the golf course, obviously Tiger, but I would never even think of comparing myself to Tiger, but that's who I would model myself after um, and look up to. But DJ, DJ is somebody who I really liked his swing. I kind of switched to a fade because of DJ. And Not a bad wife. Got a pretty good looking wife. And um, the last thing is he's he seems like he's pretty stoic out there. And I think that I'm the same. I'm kind of a snapshot um like Tourette's wise uh when bad things happen but when good things happen like I'm just kind of like you know not over I never get too excited on the golf course so I don't Are think it do I I'm gonna hear you from 18 holes away <laughs> no but you know what I mean routinely no yeah I do know what you mean yes yeah <laughs> so I think that that would kind of be my combination is like and it's funny because they're kind of like Jekyll and Hyde almost, and that's that's how I am sometimes on the golf course too, but um, probably more Terrell Hatton than DJ. I just love DJ's swing and his game. Um, okay. I always said Tommy Fleetwood, but... Tommy? No, well, maybe. Looks. Looks. <laughs> Stump double. <laughs> Stump double. Okay. I think he's quite short, though, isn't he? Isn't he like five? Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. yeah. Is he? Yeah, he's really short. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, if you if you owned your own golf course, uh, Reggie Links. Uh, oh, this computer's gonna die right away. Um, I'll, I'll ask I'll ask the question, then I'll go grab my charger. Um, 
if you inherited a golf course or you got rich enough to buy a golf course, what's the first thing that you're implementing on there? I have my own course. Yeah. I'll be back in two seconds. <clears throat> Mine's going to be kind of cheesy, but. Are we waiting for him? I, it doesn't matter. Do you want to? <laughs> it doesn't matter to the other. Uh, yeah, give yours. No, you go ahead. Mine's kind of shitty. Mine's kind of shitty, too. Um, fuck. First thing to implement, um, this is granted the, the course is a driving range. Uh, you book a tea time, but it's not actually your tea time. That's your check-in time. Cause we're going to control where you go out and shit. We're making sure you're on time for a check-in mm, and then we're going to put you 10, 15 minutes later. Also it's eight balls driving range, auto go warm up balls. Just and eight. then your tea time. Yeah. Nice. Good rules. Drums. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. Mine, mine was going to be really basic. It just all carts have club and ball washers on them. Also very important. I just think it's I, – I don't know how you play a course for $220 and you get to the cart and there's no club washer. It's like, what? How? And it's every course now. And maybe I take and there's like no ball washers on the course. It. Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do? It's weird. I don't know, yeah. It's a it's a really small rule, but Roscoe's got a good point too. I'd say no, no singles and no twosomes on busy days. On busy days, yeah, I agree with that. Ches says kids play free. Maybe this will be a nice. I like nice... it, but I don't like it. Gilbert had. Is... Oh, sorry, yeah. go ahead, sure. I was just gonna say this might be a good one to throw it on Instagram tomorrow for everybody to chime in i think we get some really interesting answers from it yeah gilbert had uh so there was chipping putting uh long game and there was a uh, etiquette group and we did six weeks of lessons and he rotated through chipping putting uh, actually mid-range and then the driving range and then the etiquette so he had to if you're a junior he had to actually go through all the lessons you had to be there five or six weeks and then you got a free membership. It was done at the start of the year. That's pretty cool. Love that. Yeah. So there's etiquette and everything like that. Mike T put it on. He paid for all the memberships. It was like unreal yeah. touch. That is sick. Yeah. So the kids had to go through it. It wasn't just any kid could show up and then those kids are wrecking the course and they're doing this. Like they went through the etiquette six weeks and they had to learn the game. Yeah. Then you make sure sick. you're not just uh, a daycare at that point. Mm hmm. Like yeah, I mean, one thing you could do there is instead of giving membership, you just say, like, here's 10 for your rounds. Because most kids wouldn't right. go outside of that either, and then people aren't mm -hmm. abusing it either. Yeah, true. Um, I honestly don't know what mine would be. Um, Grady said that he would put speakers on every course. but uh, On the first course team? or on a cart? On the course, like all around the course. Oh, I'm pretty sick, actually. It would be kind of cool. <laughs> The, the reason I like that is because then you wouldn't have 10 different stereos going on, like, you know, per hole and on different holes. Like, it actually makes my brain, 
like short circuit when there's two different songs playing. Like I find it really hard to hit the ball when that's happening, honestly. Um, so this, you just have like a nice kind of like rock. It's a little bit of hip hop. I mean, the, the issue is that people didn't like it. I mean, but then you don't like it. Fuck off. I mean, that's a pretty good rule in life. Period. Don't go to yeah, but what if there's like, what if there's like generic speakers on every hole and then on the T box on every hole, you just, Click it on if you want and click it off if you don't. Yeah. You're doing too much. No, but Thank if you're you. gonna put the speakers up, you're gonna have electrical out there anyway. So what there I think that like just based on this day and age, I think the two things would be really cool to implement at a golf course. The first one, do you remember at Dolphin Lake when they used to announce like the tea times and stuff? Like who's next oh, on the team? Like I like that. And I think that like if you had somebody who was like kind of entertaining as like your pro shop guy, you could like say different things as long as you're not offensive or not, like define offensive well, ideas but as long as you're good not luck nowadays shit, yeah yeah but i think that would be cool kind of announce each guy and that's how the order goes uh, i think that that would just be something that would be people would like that on social media and stuff they'd be sharing that and it'd help get your golf course going uh and the second one is i think that there should be um some sort of cameras or something on every par three on the course just in case because there's nothing like a hole in one celebration. And if you got those on film, every one of them, like your golf course would be viral. Like your yeah. course would be not just one video. Like I just don't know if the play is to like hire a videographer to do it. Or if you set up cameras, set up um, trail cams. Yeah. I do also think that people would, we've talked about this before, but it was a long time ago. I do also think that if you did it right and you had like a videographer or something there, and people would actually pay for their tee shots or, you know, the video of it. I think so anyways. And that would probably, you know, instead of paying the guy to do that, I think that people would pay him to for the footage and stuff. I think. I, I wanted to do an and it would verify aces. Actually, I'm not going to tell this idea on here. Why? Because it's still an ongoing idea and I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it. Okay. Save <laughs> it for uh, the people's course. Save it for the release. Okay, that was a good one. I think we'll do. Uh, I'll think I'll put that on there tomorrow and see what kind of answers we get, and we can review them next week for our Ryder Cup uh, preview. Ryder Cups in two weeks. Oh, Reggie, we're gonna be in Winnipeg that weekend. Well, no, it's next weekend. Yeah. No, it's not next weekend. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it it's is. Two weeks from now. Twenty third. No. Yeah. He's right. I don't know about that, but we get a Drake album and it's uh Ryder Cup. Gotta love it. Okay. This might be a quick one, but uh who's a realistic guest you would like to have on the podcast one day? Legitimate guest? Yeah, like somebody who we could actually reach out to and they might actually come on. But also kind of like shooting for the stars at the same time. Like, you know, somewhere in between Tiger Woods and um Dell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eo might be good. I like that one. I bet he would. Yeah, I, I would say that. Corey Connors. Yeah, honestly, I think he's kind of the guy in Canadian golf right now. I'd you like think to he'd hear be interesting? Like, he was like the number one amateur in Canada for like years, and yeah, I would just like to hear how 
everything went through those years and now it's like kind of coming to fruition and and how like how frustrated it must be for him to be like he's easy top five in the pga for ball striking and he just can't yeah, absolutely but so he just can't be that elite level which i'm not saying he's not the elite level because he is but you know what i mean like i think he'd be like crazy good if he could putt i think he'd be an interesting interview yeah, outside uh, Corey or Mac Hughes, I might go a little different than just a strict golfer and go uh, Jerry D. He's funny, uh, loves golf, loves sports, so it would be like an easy conversation to to cover a lot of different topics. Uh, and yeah, he's, he's a, funny as well. So I think he's got the awesome. same manager as Cockrell. Yeah. Really? I actually messaged with that guy a couple times before. <laughs> Dykeman? Jeff Dykeman, yeah. Speaking of that, that would be uh actually he'd be fun to get on. He'd be great to get on, I think. He's with all those guys. Yeah, true. He's got uh Jay on right too, doesn't he? And Hedge. Yeah, he just might not want to put up with our bullshit. That's all. <laughs> yeah, we might have to delete some early appies. Uh Chess <laughs> says Eric Anders Lang and the dog father. Who's dog father? I don't know who that was. I was trying to figure it out, but Dog the Bounty Hunter, I think. Kelly Taylor is fucking funny, man. He's one Check of the back. we saw him live, I think, at the Week Kings dinner one time, and he was very good. He's a comedian. Yeah, well he said comedian, but he's uh very funny. Uh not Snoop, so not the dog father Snoop. Uh but I was thinking Jerry D, uh he was on Trailer Park Boys, right? Yeah. How no. funny would it be to have no he wasn't on Trailer Park Boys. No, yeah. the you're thinking the Jonathan Torrance. Yeah. No, he was in jail with with Ricky. He was playing road hockey against him. Oh, maybe it was like a minor part that I completely missed. It, maybe. I'm. I'd say 99 sure he was on Trailer Park Boys. Like he was one of the jail guards. Yeah, I he, wouldn't doubt it. That'd be the like the timeline of him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it was very brief because we're in season 11 again, rewatching it. And I don't remember him being on there this time around. We were talking about that last night, but it'd be funny to have Ricky on. Could you imagine having Ricky on here? I don't know how well he would fit into the podcast though, but I think it'd be. Oh, no. <laughs> um, one person who I think would actually be um, doable is Mac Boucher. I think that, um, well, Reggie, you've talked to him before. On yeah, a couple of I think days. he said he would come on before. It just never lined up. And I mean, he has ties to around here. This winter, Dauphin, maybe when things slow down, yeah, his dad teaches in Dauphin actually. With I just think it'd be really cool to to chat with him, just to see how different his life is now. I mean, that'd be one chat, but also just like, so I got a lot of questions. And not yeah, a lot I got of a lot of questions as well. Thing so, is, like, I reached out to him before he got like. Famous. Yeah, like I reached out to when he had like fifteen thousand followers. Now he's got like five hundred thousand. Yeah, like I want to know what kind of money are we talking here with that viewership? Yeah, I actually do think it's very interesting how the game is evolving into like. Well, I gotta sneeze. Well, social media is going to be a big part of it. For... Did, I, did I mute that in time? From now on, yeah, you, you got yeah, it. Wow, look at me. Yes, I mean, it's just crazy how, like, the new popular people on 
in golf aren't actually like the PGA players anymore. It's like the Mac Boucher's and Page uh, and Page. Yeah. Like, and, and Taylor Maid's picking up on them. And like, I'm sure they'll be in like video games soon. And like, they're going to tournaments yeah. and stuff. Like, this is who people want to see now. It's weird. All those YouTube know. guys, Bob Does Sports, like, they're all sponsored by different brands. All the podcasts are sponsored by different brands. Like, it's, it's really it's, cool. definitely... it's also like the PGA players don't have time for that bullshit. True. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, they don't like have time to be doing influencers. what they're done. Yeah, they don't have time to be influencers. Sure. No, 100%. Like they really don't. But I love where things are at with that. Like, Bob does. But, they're gonna, but the influencers the are going to end up making a lot more money than 90% well, of the tour. Let's hope not, because that'd be a pretty messed up world, I think, if that were the case. But yeah, I mean, it's pretty. Uh... Like, Bob does sports. <laughs> that guy is absolutely insane. He He's is. the funniest guy on earth, I think. Uh, Roscoe said he's going to reach out to Mac for his grand opening. Love that. Yeah. Roscoe was sharing hey. the uh, the shuttle bus today. She looks yeah. sharp. Yeah, that's sick. Shout out to that. That looks unreal. Is it on Instagram? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Full wrap. Got to love that. What's What's next for us, Tomas? Uh, next question here. What do we got? I got five more. I'm probably just going to pick two. Yeah. Um, if you could change one rule in golf, what would it be? Ooh. Hmm. That's the longest silence in kingdom history. Yeah, yeah. I, I like. I'm trying to even like scramble for a shitty one. Well, I'll I'll get the ball rolling here because I tossed this out there the other day on Instagram and got. Uh, I think we we're like ninety six to four percent, ninety six percent to four percent, and the question was, "Hey, that's what I was gonna say, but I I didn't want to say it because you just had it on the poll." Yeah, and it's it's not something that happens often, so I don't think that that would be my rule that I decide to change because that's like a rare thing. But it does have to change. Yeah, because it does that, make that, sense. It's insane that that's a rule. But it's not a set rule. No. A lot, of tournaments, a lot of tournaments and a lot of men's nights do say that hole-in-ones do count for the CP. Oh, okay. I feel like it's kind of getting adapted over the years. Pardon me? Oh, I, I like thought we were talking about Roscoe's. Over the years. No, Roscoe's too. Roscoe's is very important to talk about too, but... Um, Okay, so wait, 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 wait. Counting as the closest to. Who says? It doesn't. It's always been a rule that it doesn't count. Lots of tournaments. If if there's close, how can you get closer to touching? Because it's not closest to its end. Yeah. Like, like it's it's literally falls up against the pin. Like it's closest to the pin. It's touching the pin. Yeah, I know. It's touching it. Find the find them. Find the guy that made that. I think it's called. It used to be called closest to the hole. It still might be. That's fucking dumb. So that would that needs to change, but I don't think that's my one rule I'm going with. Uh, TJ says breakfast ball for all. I agree with that, especially if there's no range there, if you don't have time to hit the range. But okay, breakfast ball. Think, like, how long can you hold on to that breakfast ball, though? Well, first hole only. First hole. Okay, yeah. perfectly fine with first hole then. Yeah. And everybody has to be in agreement. 
you can't just walk on out of bounds and say you're taking a breakfast ball. Like maybe with your buddies, but like if you're actually doing like a, say a, a skins, not a skins, but like a, a match within that foursome. Yeah. You not can't show up on 17 and say, Oh, I got my breakfast ball still. Yeah. First hole only. Um, so here's what I think. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go ahead, Reggie. You go up. I think that. Okay. So if you hit your ball in the bush, I just came up with this as we're sitting here. Cause I, oh. I always think that so much time gets spent looking for golf balls and up the other guys in the group looking for the golf ball that you hit in there. I think that you should have until uh, you should have to hit a provisional, but then you should have until the other three guys in the group have hit. They don't have to help you look for the ball, but you should have until all three of them hit to find your ball. And if you find it anywhere in the bush, it's one stroke to take it out. But if you don't find it, you can't look for it anymore. And that's it. You play your provisional and move on. And then nobody has to trudge around the bush looking for your ball for you. They go hit their balls as usual. And you're looking for it on your own. If you find it, you could take a free drop out of the bush. On a scale of 1 to 10, how much effort do you put in looking for the other guy's ball? Probably too much, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> you're too much. I find everybody's balls yeah. except mine. Every time. Every time. But, but then I like, cut my leg in the bush enough. and I'm like getting yeah. shit on my hat and I'm like, yeah, you come out with burrs. Mm-hmm. And then the I guys are standing in the fairway. That's that yeah. is a pet peeve of mine. Oh my god. If you go if you go fucking trugging through the bush looking for Buddy's golf ball and he's just standing there. Motherfucker, get in here or what am I take doing two in strokes. here? Yeah, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean though. And it happens so much too. That's yeah. just respect too, though, right? It all it's kind yeah, of the it, same is. it goes back to that. Yep. Anyways, I just came up with that rule. It's, I thought it would just be to speed things up. It's probably a dumb rule, but Ross goes out. See you tomorrow night, Roscoe. Uh Scotch. Night cap. Awesome scotch too. Uh Kenny's in the house tonight. Welcome, Ken. Uh he's heading out to Ontario for his annual golf trip with uh Bradley out there. I think he's leaving right away. So Golf's safe up. travels to Kenny. Oh, uh, like, like, yeah, I think he's got four courses lined up and they sounded uh look pretty good. Uh Chess Bear, is Bear's at ball. the Jays game right now. Our regular another regular viewer. Oh really? Shitty series to go to, it seems, but he's there. Um yeah, I think that's a good rule, Reggie. I just don't know if that'd be the first thing I change, but there are lots oh. of different uh there's some weird stuff with like the penalty strokes and like where you can drop it and club lengths and stuff. Like they need to simplify that. I feel like, especially for like non PGA stuff, like just fucking drop it out of the bush. Like who, who really cares? You're going to spend that much time going yeah. backwards, no clue or right in line with a flag. Like, I don't know. It's too much. It's yeah. Every single time I've ever had somebody ask that, I say, just take it out for one. I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if I have a one, unless I'm giving them like a, a stroke and they're like even with me. True. Uh, Drummy, what's yours? Um, I'll go with Roscoe's uh, divots in the fairway. It's insane that's a, that's a real thing. It goes back to it. It dates back to like the original golf days where 
if the guy's ball was in front of yours on the green, like you literally couldn't touch your ball at that time. Like you could never like, you know what Pick I mean? Pick it up, that type of thing. You yeah. could never touch your ball. So that's where it all comes from. Mm-hmm. And like, they've changed that. Like how you'd have to, like, if you're stymied, you'd have to like chip over the guy's ball <laughs> on the green. Like that, yeah. I guarantee that's where the divot thing came from. Like you literally Probably. couldn't change where your lie is. Like play the lie everywhere. There's honestly no part of it that makes any, any nothing, form of sense. Man, to nothing. No. I do really love the idea of playing as it lies, though, outside of the divots. I Like, I get that. That's a shitty break. But I do love – I don't know. I love uh, – Ken's got a good point. What do you say? Give it an inch, take a mile on the divot fairway. Yeah, thing, that's probably true. Well, that's probably why they stopped doing it. Um, I think the thing that I would change is – and this is something that we just – it's fresh in my mind – but like, there should be a standard for count backs. Like, there yes, shouldn't sure. be ten different ways to do it because then it becomes subjective. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's times when there's somebody who is going to benefit from it that you might like. If say you're doing the scoring and say one of your buddies is the way that you want to do it, and you were going to do it right from the get go, but then it's like your buddy's tied with your not buddy, and yeah. then you that's what you're going to do anyways. And then it's like, Oh, you only did it that way because that's the way, because your buddy would win that way. No. Cause that's the way I've done it every time ever. Standard. What, what do you think of a par three as a playoff wall? Hate it. The only reason I thought about it was there's some chatter around, uh, playoffs, not utilizing, uh, strokes. If they so, if you had a stroke in the first hole, and your fir- the first hole is the playoff hole, what do you do there? If you went to a par three where nobody had any form of strokes, is that a little more even that way? Probably. I don't know. It's it's tough to say. I do like that because I like the whole closest to the pin. I like that kind of stuff. You know, you have to hit one good shot, make a putt. Uh, but there's more that can go wrong in a par four or five. So that's kind of it gives you a chance to get back in the hole. Like if you if you hit one good shot, the other guy doesn't. The, the hole's done. But with a par four or five, like you can still get back in the hole even if you have some trouble off the tee. But do you grant the strokes back? <laughs> Yeah, I, I think, think that's to, what we talked about today in the group chat. Yeah. Well, I think you have to play the next hole that's that you're in line to play, and you play the same strokes as regulation. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I do think that there should be like a standard, like not from not from the CPGA, USGA, RNA, just from like normal golfers, you know, like just a, a hand. Yeah. Just like a handbook for people to use and refer to. It's like common English. Yeah, I, I know. I've thought about it. But I, I, who am I to be the guy to decide that? That's the thing. Like, I feel like there would have to be like 20 people or 10 people or more or like voting or something like that. Like it can't come from one person. I think or that one. it should be who had the lead the longest. What are you talking what? about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> countbacks. For countbacks. Regardless what hole you started on, 
And that's one way to do it. But like, not everybody does that. That's the issue. It's not whether it's right or wrong. I think that there just needs to be one way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rules of golf for dummies. I Legit. think that's a whole, that's a whole video series. No, but you could put it in like a three page document, man, or a three page something. And I don't know. I think so. Or if you like, have the right people doing it. Or like in 20 video YouTube hit. Yeah. Anyways, we'll talk about that. So one la- one last thing before we go. Two things, because we got to wrap things up. we got probably whatever. I just want to say a couple things here. First one is uh, came up with this idea. I'm hoping that people, especially people who watch the podcast, I, ho- I want them to be involved as much as possible. Um, but I want to call, I want to do something like that because we're talking about a handbook. I think that it'd be really cool to do like a, a book or a guide or a digital copy of it. Same idea, but I think that it'd be cool to have like a physical version of it. But I would like to have a, a book or something where it's like every course in Manitoba that wants to be involved or it's going to be called local knowledge. That's like the idea for the segment, local knowledge. And I want people from their courses to like tell us different things about the course, like tips, uh, things like that. But at the same time, whoever sends in a, uh, a tip or a, you know, suggestion or whatever it is, like, you know what I mean? Um, they get to be part of like the, they get part of the proceeds from it because I think that instead of just giving it out to people, um, I want to put some sponsors in there, which they'll get a portion of the sponsorship money and whoever decides to buy it. Like we might sell for like eight bucks or something like that. Um, but I do think that that would be really cool to have like the course and pictures, uh, maybe a quick history of it. Um, and then just have like some local tips from people within our community or our like King golf community and kingdom community. Um, and instead of like giving it out for free and just, and just solely relying on sponsors, I think you do a hybrid where you sell it, you get some sponsors and you give the proceeds back to the people who contributed to it. So, but you got to quit giving away your good ideas. Well, I mean, ideas are just ideas. You have to implement them. I do. Like I think that TJ likes it. Courses in the past have done yardage books with tips on them. For but, sure. But this is this is something you could buy. And yeah. any course you go to in Manitoba, you'd have something there. As long yeah. as people are willing to contribute. <clears throat> so look for that maybe 2024, 2025. It would take quite a bit of time to compile the stuff. And uh, I think the hard part would be. But at the same time, like it's so easy I mean, to communicate just- with people now. Add more and more every year too. True. Yeah. Uh, but like, think about this 20 years ago before like social media, before the internet, like people would actually have to get your contact info. They would have to send you a, a mail, like a, a letter, write stuff. You'd have to send that to the publisher. Now you could do it like in a day if you have the right software for it. So mm-hmm. look for that. And the second part, whether you're listening to this to, uh, live right now, uh, shout out to everybody in the chat tonight. Thanks for showing up again. Uh, it makes the podcast a lot more interesting and fun for us to do. Um, and thanks for the 500 subscribers out there. Um, it's been a while, obviously, but it's still, I mean, I didn't think we'd ever get to 500 subscribers on here. So cheers to that, boys. Um, if you're listening to this now or later, whenever, share it, like it, comment. 
it all helps. It's free to do, and we really appreciate it. So <clears throat> thank you. Losing my voice. So that's it. You guys got anything else, or should we wrap up? I'm ready to wrap that's up. It. We can wrap up. We're out of here. That was a quick one. Quick for the past probably six months, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah this would have been our it. longest one six months ago. Yeah, exactly. Uh, quick one. Thanks for coming out. Uh, we'll hey, report back on the big weekend. Good luck this weekend, fellas. Thanks, buddy. Thank Have you. Have a time. Oh, sure. We'll see you Sunday in, in uh, Delo. Delo. We've been talking about Delo for two years on this podcast. Sunday, we're going drums if you want to come. You got a spot. We'll see. Think about it. I'm already... I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm on thin ice here with three days in a row. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might as well make it for you. Shit anyway. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> All right. Get you That's to it this again. evening. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, okay. Love you, boys. Peace out, guys. Later. Good Love luck. You, see you, everybody. <laughs>